I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito. Praise God. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion, a serious topic that is affecting the whole world, and that is the coronavirus, the beginning of sorrows. The coronavirus, the beginning of sorrows. Father, I pray for all those listening to the sound of my voice that they'd understand the serious time that we're living in right now. And by those who are not saved, who are not born again by your spirit, who are not right with you, O God, would truly repent of their sin and receive the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who died on the cross for our sin, who rose again from the dead, went to heaven, coming back again, that they would get saved and get right with you before it's too late. Lord, we give you thanks, O God. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, and for all those who've gone, O oh God, astray from you, who are once saved, bring them back their God before it's too late. Let them not believe the lie, once saved, always saved, but let them believe the truth of your word, that we are only saved in the Son of God, as so long as we remain in Christ, O oh God, hallelujah. Once we are saved, we need to remain in Christ, not to, O oh God, be saved, but God, to remain saved, remain in you. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible talks, amen, concerning the issue of pestilence. What is pestilence? What is pestilence? What the Lord Jesus Christ talks about what pestilence is, amen. And this is exactly what the coronavirus is. It's a pestilence, amen. It is a pestilence that has been affecting the whole world. We know, we understand that it started in China in around, I guess, the, the beginning of, of 2020. And it has affected literally the whole world. Every, pretty much every portion of the world has been affected by this coronavirus. We have, you know, shutdowns. We we have uh, social distancing. We have, uh, you know, people isolating themselves. People quarantining themselves for 14 days. And all these different things. People, schools shut down. Businesses shut down. I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. Never. And you talk to most people that say they've never seen anything like it, where a whole nation such as the great United States of America, China, with over uh, a billion people in India and other places, Canada and the Jamaica, and the United Kingdom and Europe, uh, you know, in places in Africa, you see places completely shutting down, shutting down. And uh, people terrified about this coronavirus. Amen. And so. What the Bible, what does the Bible mention? Does the Bible even talk about this? And the answer to that is yes. The Bible talks about the area of pestilence. First of all, what is a pestilence? What is pestilence? Well, let's go to Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 24 for a moment. The Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24, says this. And verse 1 says, and, when, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not that all see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples 
came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. Here's what the Lord said in verse four of Matthew's gospel, chapter number 24. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Listen to what the Bible says. Many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. We're not going to go into all of that right now. But there are so many people deceiving, amen, multitudes, saying that they, that they are Christ. We know those in the past, you know, saying that they are Christ, like David Koresh and, and others, and uh, deceiving multitudes of people. Of course, they're not the Christ, amen. They're not the Lord Jesus Christ. But they're, but they're saying that they are the Christ. They're the Messiah. They're lying. We're seeing a multitude of individuals doing that and so forth. But here's what the Bible says here. He says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. But I want you to listen to this, verses 6 and 7. And ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, listen now, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these, Jesus says, he continues to say, all these are the beginning of sorrows. And that's the title of this podcast right now the coronavirus the beginning listen now the beginning not the end the beginning of sorrows as much as the world leaders would like to make you and i think that this is the end that everything will go back to normal it may for a time but it's not over it will continue to get worse it's the beginning the beginning the beginning of sorrows the beginning of sorrows that's what this is now what is the uh, word, what is the word pestilence? What is it? What is it? What does it mean when the Bible talks about uh, there'll be uh, pestilences? Okay. Well, the word, the word pestilence literally means a plague, right, in the Greek. Literally, it means a disease, a plague or a disease. Amen? And that plague or disease is something that is directly caused by an animal, or and by an animal, an insect, an animal, some kind of wild beast. This is what it's. This is what it really means. A pestilence. Now, so Jesus talks about the. This is one of the signs of the of of the end. Amen. The beginning of sorrows. This is not the end itself. This is the beginning of the end. We're coming closer to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, this is in context to the disciples themselves asking the Savior, when will be the sign, hallelujah, of his wonderful coming and of the end of the world. This is the beginning of sorrows what is sorrow that which adds pain and turmoil and sadness to the heart of man this is the beginning of it this is these days that we're living now in this coronavirus situation is these are good days my friend these are these are great days you can still go to the grocery store and buy uh, amen groceries even though sometimes items may not be there like you want you know maybe the, the you know toilet tissue is is gone for a couple of days or whatever but you can get by you can get by until it's restocked or whatever amen but there's coming a time where it's going to be so much worse than this and the bible gives explicit detail about it now we want to just focus right now on the pestilence what is a plague a pestilence now who sent this pestilence how did it come was it sent by god 
Was it sent by God? The answer is yes. It is sent by God as a judgment to a world that has forgotten him. It is sent by God because of the sin, amen, of this, of this ungodly, perverse world that wants to continue to justify their iniquity, that wants to believe that they can go ahead and, and promote the sin of homosexuality. Two men and two women and lesbianism and bisexuality and abortion, killing innocent blood by making people think that it's okay to kill a child in the womb. Oh, it's my body, a woman says. I'll do with my body the way I want to. No, no, no. God will judge you, lady. God will judge you. People say, oh, no, in, in, in many Christian circles, oh, no, 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 God will judge you. know, it's not the woman's fault. What a lie. It is the woman's fault. It's the man's fault. It's everybody's fault who justifies the murder of innocent blood. You think God's going to let the woman go free? Oh, that's okay. I understand. You can kill your child. You deceive. You're deceived from Satan. You believe the lie. God will judge the woman and he will judge the man. He will judge all those who kill innocent blood. Don't be deceived. God has no respect of persons in this perverse and sinful generation. I take no apology concerning what the Bible says. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This coronavirus is a part of the judgment of God. Let me prove that from the Bible. Let me prove that from the Holy Bible itself. Okay. Now, the Bible says, amen, very clearly, that, the, that pestilence all through the, amen, the scriptures, amen, when it happened to Israel, came directly from the Lord himself because of Israel's sin. Okay. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 14, So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel 70,000 men. Who sent the pestilence? The Lord, the Bible says. Amen? Hallelujah. The Bible goes on to say, I mean, I could quote scripture after scripture after scripture concerning pestilence. I'll just quote a few other ones. Amen? The Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 15, So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and there died of the people. From Dan even to Beersheba, 70,000 men. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on about, the, about that. But I want to just quote one other scripture. Amen. Because the Bible talks so many times about God sending pestilence. Amen. In the Old Testament. Of course. And of course, the Bible talks about here in the New. But I just want to go on. The Bible says in Second um, Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 13. The Bible says, if I shut up heaven, amen, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or listen now, this, listen to this, or if I send pestilence among, hallelujah, the people. You hear what the Bible says? And then it goes on to say, verse 14, praise God, I love God and his mercy. God wants to, God, God's desire is not willing that he, any should perish, amen, but all come to repentance. This is why God does these things. He wants you, he wants me, he wants everybody to repent. Now, those who have repented don't need to repent, amen, if we've already turned from our sin. But if we have not, we need to repent and come to Christ. Here's what the Bible says. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Praise God. I thank God that my prime minister, I'm a, I'm a Canadian citizen. 
Amen. I'm a Jamaican citizen. I thank God that my, that my prime minister in Jamaica, he cried out to God the other day. I seen it. And he said, Lord, forgive us of our sin. Forgive us of our trespass, Lord Jesus. And that was wonderful to see. And I hope it was sincere. And I, I hope that they truly mean it. And they're, they're turning to God. Amen. Because of all the sin that is in that country of Jamaica. And not just Jamaica, but every country. Amen. Hardly my country here in Canada as well and every, every other country. But the reality is that people need to be saved. This is why God is sending this coronavirus to make to wake people up about their sin. Everybody just concerned about making money and concerned about their, uh, you know, about their future, their school, future, their business and all these different things. They're just concerned about what they're going to do on their vacation and everything else and what new gadget they can buy. Amen. But they're not concerned about their soul. Satan has, Satan has effectively made people forget about their eternal soul and jesus says what shall a prophet a man if he gain hallelujah the whole world and lose his own soul what shall a prophet us and so now this time that we have right now whereby we are in self-isolation because of this coronavirus where we are in a place by we can be reflecting upon our lives, amen, reflecting upon the direction of our lives, reflecting upon what's going on, and, and looking back at these things, that the, now the Spirit of God can, uh, hallelujah, can have a loud voice in the hearts of men and make them realize their desperate need for salvation, their desperate need to get right with God, their desperate need to turn from their sin and be born again by the Spirit of God. God is allowing this point in time, this space in this age of grace at this time for people to acknowledge their desperate need of salvation to go to heaven so that they don't go to hell, so that they can repent of their sin and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as the only personal Lord and Savior. Somebody said on, on YouTube oh, well, you know, about some kind of, I've seen somebody post something about uh, a governor in the United States talking, you know, I guess giving some kind of Bible study and somebody uh, mentioned, oh, well, that's his Christian truth. And I commented, you know, are, are there many truths? Christian truth? That's his Christian truth? What a bunch of garbage. There is only one truth. Amen. There's not many truths. You can, have, you can have your own opinion, your own ideology, your own belief system. You are entitled to that. But you don't, you, you, you're not entitled to have your own truth. There is only one truth. Amen. Either you are in right now the United States of America or you're in another country. Right now you're in Canada or you're in another country. You're in China or you're in, another, you're in Jamaica or you're in another country. You're in Liberia or you're in another country. You cannot be, you're in the UK or another, you cannot be at, in in. Two countries at one time unless you put one foot in, in one border and another foot on another border. But the reality is you can only be at one place at one time. Okay? So the, the truth of the matter is, is either you or you or you or somebody else. You, you know, if two plus two is not five. So you cannot have your own facts or your own truth. Amen? If somebody owes you $1,000 and they give you $1 bill and they say, I believe that $1 bill is actually or is $1,000. Or that, or that, so that person may believe that their debt is free to you. But you're going to say, well, that's fine. Thanks for giving me that $1. But you still owe me 999 more dollars. Hallelujah. If they owe you 1000 that's the facts. That's the facts. 
And the fact is that the Bible is the word of God. It's 100% true without any error or contradiction by the facts of history, archaeology, Bible prophecy, and the eyewitness accounts of the Lord Jesus Christ, death, burial, and resurrection. Hallelujah. We're not going to go into all that amazing facts of the scripture, but the reality is that the word of God, the Bible is true. Biblical Christianity, biblical Christianity is the only truth, not Hinduism, not Buddhism, not Islam, amen, not Jehovah's Witnesses doctrine, not the Mormon doctrine. But true Bible-based Christianity is the only truth. Listen to what I say. Not because I'm saying it. Because of facts declare it. Hallelujah. And so, amen, the Bible teaches us that clearly. We can go and discuss that another time, all the facts and evidence concerning that. But we want to go right now and talk about this pestilence. Amen. So the Bible talks about pestilence, the beginning of sorrows in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24. And that's what we're living in right now. Amen. The beginning of these sorrows. And, and so this pestilence, I, this pestilence has been sent by God. Amen. To judge sin and to wake people up to bring them unto repentance. That's why God does it. It's an act of mercy. It's an act of mercy to make people, amen, to cry out to him for salvation, to come back to the cross, to acknowledge their sin before God and say, Lord, forgive me. I erred, hallelujah, from the right path. I decided to go my own way. I decided to believe a lie. The Bible says there is a, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Don't believe in your own way. Don't even believe in the way of the church. Believe in the word of God. Believe in what the Bible said because the church world today has gone astray. Most of it starting to believe that divorce and remarriage is okay. Starting to believe that being a homosexual is alright. Justifying, amen, so-called same-sex marriage. The sin of same-sex marriage. Justifying, amen, fornication and all kinds of mess and telling people it's okay to live a life of fornication. God God understands. Don't be deceived. Hallelujah. The Bible says the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves or mankind. That means effeminate, a man being like a woman, a man dressing up in women's clothes and doing amen and receiving in himself, amen, that recompense of his error. Amen. Hallelujah. Acting like a woman in the sex act and all kinds of filthiness and those men committing sodomy and all those kind of mess. Are you hearing when I'm preaching? This is what the Bible said. Well, you hear you're preaching hate? No, sir. I'm not preaching hate. I'm preaching love because we don't want the homosexual to go to hell. We don't want the adulterer to go to hell, the fornicator, the lie, the thief. We want everybody to receive the wonderful, pure grace of God for God. Hallelujah. Soul of the world that he gave his only big, hallelujah, begotten son, the whosoever believeth, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That grace is sent toward all men. Christ died for everybody. The preacher that tells you that Christ didn't die for everybody is a liar. Are you hear what I'm preaching? The preacher that tells you that Jesus did not die for everyone is a liar. Is a liar. He's lying to you. He died for everybody. That does, but that does not mean that everybody is going to heaven. It does not mean that everybody is going to heaven. Everybody has to repent and receive that salvation. In order to go to heaven, you got to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Amen. All likewise perish. Let me just prove why the Bible says that he died for everybody. Because some uh, those in the, this Calvinistic 
doctrine, this false teaching. Believe in this Calvinistic false teaching. Believe that Christ only died for a few. He did not die just for the elect. It's deception. But only those who are elect can receive. Only those who come to Christ, who become a part of the elect, can receive, will receive salvation, obviously. But here's what the Bible says, amen? In 1 John chapter number 2, verse 1 says, My little children, these things write, unto, write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he's the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Amen? He said he's not, he's not only, amen, uh, he not only died for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. Amen? He didn't only, he's, he's the propitiation for our sins. He's the one who took away the wrath of God, amen, because of our sin. Amen. And not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. But now we have to receive him to be saved. We've got to turn from our sin to be saved. We've got to acknowledge our transgression before God to be right, made right with him. But as we mentioned, amen, and you can do that, praise God. You can be saved. You don't have to be lost. You can be right, made right with the true and living God. Amen. Praise God. That's the good news today. You can be saved by the grace of God. But this pestilence, this pestilence that the Bible talks about is going to get worse. As we mentioned, the beginning of sorrows, Jesus said. If we turn to, amen, the book of Revelation just for a moment, then we're going to look at the book of Revelation as we get ready to close, amen, this brief, this brief uh, podcast. Um, the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation, we're going to go down to Revelation chapter number 6, amen. And this is when the Lord Jesus Christ opens up the uh, seven seals of God's wrath. Now, of course, before these this judgment comes okay, upon the earth. We have 21 judgments of God's uh, wrath being poured on the earth, seven seals that are open, seven trumpets that are blown, and seven vials of God's wrath poured upon the earth. We're not going to go into all of those in detail at this time. Maybe some other time, God willing, we may do that. But we want to just talk concerning about the issue of pestilence as recorded in Revelation chapter 6. Now, it doesn't use the word pestilence here in the King James. It uses the word amen, uh, another word. And that word that is used it, it is the word in verse 8, wild beasts. Amen. Okay. And with the beasts of the earth. Now it says beasts of the earth. Amen. And so that is in direct, amen, relation to pestilence. Amen. And so this is what it means, okay? Uh, the, wild, the wild beasts of the earth. That's what it means. A dangerous animal, a venomous animal, a beast. So it's referring to the wild beast. Now, if you look at these diseases, okay, this is amazing how the Bible is so accurate to the exactly, because it has to be. So the word of God, it has no error. It has no mistakes. It has no contradictions. It's 100% pure. It is the word of God. Jesus says, thy word is truth in John chapter 17. Hallelujah. Verse number 17, thy word is truth, which means it has no error, contradictions, and so forth. Now, the word dangerous animal here in Revelation chapter number 6 and verse 8, Amen, is so powerful, so accurate. Because if you look at these diseases or these pestilence that, pestilences that we're uh, uh, receiving today, or right now, in regards to the uh, coronavirus in particular, it, it is understood, and, and the previous viruses, such as H1N1, um, SARS, or known as the Severe Acute Respiratory uh, Syndrome, uh, which is, of course, another uh, disease that attacks uh, you know, uh, the lungs. And so where did these things come from? Where, where did they originate from? They originated from the wild beasts, from the beasts of the earth, from bats 
Amen. For H1N1 from the pigs, the swine flu, and all these different things. Are you here? You know, the avian flu. Amen. The West Nile virus from the mosquitoes. Uh, 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 so, uh, you know, all these things are, are in relation, amen, directly to the wild beasts. This is what the Bible says. The pestilences relate to the wild beasts that, that come from the animals, amen, and that are contracted to humans just like ebola amen they believe it you know possibly came from bats and or from uh, chimpanzees or whatever and and the humans contracted it and now passed from human to human and so all these different things came from the wild beasts of the earth just like the bible says and so when the lord opens up this seal amen and this pale horse rides in revelation chapter number six now you have to understand at this time the rapture has occurred already now the bible teaches that the rapture will occur before listen to this now before not in the middle not at the end of the tribulation not after the sixth seal is open but before amen the day of the lord before the revealing of the antichrist as the bible mentions this in in first thessalonians chapter number two hallelujah and verse number three that that day shall not come except there be a falling away first now when it says that day shall not come it's referring to the day of the lord the day of god's wrath that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the sin of perdition now the man of sin is revealed amen be, he's revealed after the rapture after, amen, he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And we know this 100% because the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 4, amen, talking about the Lord coming back for his church. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We shall be cut up. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be cut up, hallelujah, to meet the Lord in the air. Glory to God. And so, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, shall glory be to God we ever be with the Lord, who, those who are truly saved and born again and, and are in Christ. And, the, and, now, and then after that, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 teaches us that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Powerful. Why? Because the people of God are gone. We are not subject to wrath. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 10, but to obtain salvation. We are not subject to wrath. The child of God is not subject to the day of God's wrath, the day of God's judgment. Amen. Through the six, the seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven vows of God's wrath, they're taken up to be with the Lord. Amen. And so shall they ever be with the Lord. Then they come back with Christ. Revelation chapter 19 to rule and reign with him. Now, we're not going to go into all of those wonderful details, but the reality is, is that the beasts of the earth directly relate to these plagues, this situation that we're in right now, this coronavirus, amen, according to the, just reading our article from the BBC, and it was uh, dated March the 26th, 2020, so just, you know, uh, you know uh, just a couple of days ago, and uh, this coronavirus, they believe, uh, you know, came from wildlife in, uh, the consumption of wildlife in China, the consumption of wildlife in China. You know, and and so, you know, they believe it was contracted from these wild animals. Listen now, listen, listen, listen very carefully, because people think that that, oh, well, you know, the Bible is fake. The Bible is. Listen, the Bible is the word of God. And every single I, I, every single teaching from the word of God and prophecy, prophetic utterance. Hallelujah has come to pass and will come to pass to the exact detail. To the exact detail. And so when the Bible says that in Revelation chapter number 6, I'm going to read the whole verses. And I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto 
them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. Now, the Bible says the fourth part of the earth, amen, was killed by the sword, with hunger, with death, and the beasts of the earth. Amen. A fourth part of the earth. If you know, if you understand that the earth right now is over 7 billion people right now on the earth, right now. And a fourth part of that, amen, is you're looking at, you know, a fourth part of that is basically 2 billion people dead. Two billion, over 2 billion people dead. Dead as a result of this. You see, so it's, it's very serious. What's going to happen in the future? There will be social isolating. Well, distancing won't help. You know, um, quarantining won't really help. Uh, finding some kind of vaccine won't help. The ventilators, as much as you need to receive. I know the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, is asking for thousands of ventilators. They're doing the best they can. But they can't, they can't get enough. You know, but it won't help at this time. So all these measures that the world tries to do won't help when God's wrath and judgment is poured upon this earth. It won't help. The only thing that can help is the blood of Jesus Christ. But what you need to get right with God, because listen, amen, you can save your life. You can, you can get healed from SARS. You can, get, you can, you can uh, recover from SARS or from the H1N1, from the coronavirus or whatever virus that may come, amen, in the future. Because SARS was a, was a type of a coronavirus, amen. So we've had a coronavirus in the past, and we have one today, today and now, the COVID-19. But whatever may come in the future, you may have that and recover for a time. But if you die in your sin, it is a worse condition than being quarantined for just 14 days. You will be quarantined in the lake of fire forever without Christ. Amen. You'll be in that lake of fire where there's no escape, where the worm will never die, where the fire will never be quenched. You will be there for all eternity. There will be no escape. There will be no looking out the window, amen, even though you're, some people are quarantined right now. Amen. My grandfather came down from Jamaica and he had to be quarantined because he came back to Canada here. He's quarantined for 14 days. But listen, I told him, look, it's, it's not so bad because you, you, can first, you can first of all come out after 13 days now, after 14 days being in there. Amen? Hallelujah. But when you're in hell, when someone's in hell that can't come out, they're there forever and they're forever and forever and forever. It never comes to an end. The Cuban mind can't even understand but this is a clear teaching of the Bible and this is why you need to come to Christ you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ the biblical Christ of the Bible and repent of your sin and receive him by faith to be your Lord and Savior and say Lord Jesus forgive me of my iniquity forgive me of my rebellion forgive me of my own way of sin and unrighteousness for lying, for stealing, for looking up pornography amen, for masturbation for, for, for uh, adultery, fornication, homosexuality amen, all these things amen, my drinking, my smoking, my lottery ticket playing, my casino playing, amen, my looking at the horoscopes, uh, listening to ungodly perverse music of this world, amen, loving ungodly movies, all the sin, Lord forgive me, wash me with your precious blood, uh, and come into my, for all my unforgiveness and all my hatred, Lord God come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and forgive me of my sin, and make me a child of God, uh, make me a born again Christian, I receive you as my savior, and he will do so. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us. Praise God of our sin. Hallelujah. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can be saved. Doesn't matter what sin you've done, my friend, in the past. You may think it's horrible. How could God ever forgive me? God will forgive you. Amen. 
all manner of sins of uh, the Bible says the, uh, the, the man has done, God will Christ will forgive you, no matter what it is. Only one sin that, that will never be forgiven, that's a blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. When you die in your sin, you're gone to hell. That can't be forgiven. You, you, feel, you, you seal your fate forever. You're in hell forever. But now that you're alive and can breathe, you can be saved. The Lord will forgive you. It doesn't matter if man doesn't forgive you. It doesn't matter if the whole society does not forgive you, will never forgive you. It doesn't matter, what, it doesn't matter what you did, how horrible of a sin that you've done. Whether it, in the, probably the, one of the most horrible sins that could ever be done is, is to molest a child, amen, and kill it, and, and to do all those things, even as horrific and, and, and wicked and abominable and sinful and disgusting as that is, Christ will forgive you. If you come unto him, amen, and genuine repentance, not just a little word, and then you go back into your sin, but you say, God, I turn from my sin. If, you, if you're a prostitute, if you're a drug addict, if you're a, a, a thief, a murderer, amen, whatever it is, a pimp or whatever, a homosexual, transgender, amen, I don't care, whatever sin you're in fornicate, whatever sin you've done, Christ will forgive you. It doesn't justify your sin. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it, sin will never be right. That's why you got to repent of it. But Christ will forgive you. That's that's why the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, amen, should not perish but have everlasting life. Don't believe the life society that tells you these things are not sin, that tells you that being a homosexual is not sin. It is a sin. It's an abomination in the sight of God. It will lead to hell. That's, I didn't teach that. The Bible teaches that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, amen, the unrighteous should not inherit the kingdom of God. All throughout the scripture teaches this. Amen. Romans 1 and so forth. Fornicators, adulterers, homosexual, whatever the case, you will not make, if you're an idol worship, worshiper, worship Shiva, worship Ganesh, turn from your idol worship, turn from your false religion, come to Christ, turn from your Islam, turn from your, your Hinduism, your Buddhism, whatever sin it is, you come to Christ and true and serve the true and living God. God loves you. Christ wants to save you, but you can be saved. The whole world needs to hear this message because it's the message of good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Good news. Praise God. Peace, hallelujah, the Bible says, is peace toward all men. Peace toward all men, hallelujah. That people can make peace with God through Christ and be saved by the grace of God. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, no matter who you are, whether you're black, white, red, or yellow, whatever country you're from, China, India, Japan, Jamaica, the United Kingdom, the United States, Canada, amen, Liberia, Ghana, Nigeria, hallelujah, France, Spain, Italy, praise God, Brazil, Amen. Argentina, Mexico, we can go on and on. Trinidad and Tobago, Guyana, amen. Uh, you know, Cuba, praise God, Haiti, amen. Dominican Republic, whatever country you are from, India, it doesn't matter where you're from. You can be saved. Hallelujah. South Africa, amen. Israel, Hallelujah. From Jordan. I just feel to mention, this, for some reason, to mention countries. And for some reason, I feel my spirit. Amen. No matter what country you're from. Hallelujah. From Myanmar. Amen. Hallelujah. From Saudi Arabia. From North Korea. South Korea. Hallelujah. Amen. Laos. Hallelujah. From Thailand. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It doesn't matter what country you are from. You can be delivered. You can be set free. You can know the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah, and the gospel
gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world. Amen. Then shall the end come. You need to understand Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And he's, it's not going to be Buddha or Muhammad or Krishna or Confucius. It's going to be the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sin, rose again from the dead, went to heaven. Amen. It's coming again with those same nail piercings in his hand and the piercing in his side. You need to trust in the biblical Christ found in the Holy Bible. Amen. Not found in Quran. Not found in the back of, not found in some other a book of Mormon or some false Christ, but found the one in, in found in the Holy Scriptures and repent of your sin and be saved by the grace of God and he will save you and he will give you everlasting life and forgive you of all your sins, of all your transgressions and give you, amen, a new name. Hallelujah. Written down in glory. Praise God. If you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ right now, you can just pray this prayer with me. A prayer itself cannot save you, but if you sincerely mean that prayer and truly repent, the Lord will save you. Because the Bible says, for whosoever, hallelujah, in Romans chapter 10, amen, it says, for who, verse 13, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who's the Lord? The Lord Jesus Christ. You can ask him into your heart right now and be saved. Repent and be saved. Amen. Just pray this prayer with me and mean it from your heart. Lord Jesus Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Thank you for shedding your blood on the cross for me and rising again from the dead according to the word of God. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. I turn away from my sin. I turn away from all my transgressions, all my ways of unrighteousness, all my desires, all the direction of sin that I've been going on, Lord. I'm wrong. You're right, Lord Jesus. Come in my heart and save me and help me to live for you all the days of my life. And by the help of the precious Holy Ghost, I will live for you, serve you, and walk with you in these last days of deception. You're coming, Jesus. And help me to serve you no matter what comes my way, no matter what persecution, no matter if my family rejects me or if people accept me. Help me to be found faithful serving you. And I thank you for dying on the cross for me and saving me. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer, amen. We'd like to send you a free booklet. What it means to be born again, absolutely free. Praise God. You can just email us on our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org. That's internationaldeliveranceministries.org. And email us at idministries at hotmail.com, and we'll send you that free booklet. We're going to work on an online uh, version of it. We could just view it online and print it off. Uh, online if you if you'd like to amen that will encourage you to live the christian life and enable you in your new walk with the lord jesus christ praise god that's all that matters right now to know the lord and be saved god bless you we love you we're praying for you continue to amen to go on our website amen and go on our youtube videos and be encouraged and tell others to listen to them and be encouraged by the word of god we're praying for you we love you god bless jesus found me, jesus found me.